This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Literati, a podcast about books and the idiots who write them. We're your hosts, Colin and Michael, and we are your literary Sherpas, guiding you up the mountainous terrain of literature, pushing you to reach heights you never thought possible until you eventually reach the summit of wisdom, only to then die in the metaphorical literary mountain because you've run out of book oxygen. And if you're wondering what makes us qualified to host a lofty podcast on literature, well, I, Colin O'Brien, am such a literary enthusiast that I had an entire wing of my house converted into a library and installed wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling bookshelves that I've completely filled with hollowed-out fake wooden books to hide all my weed in. That's where your weed went. (laughs) Don't tell. And I was going to say, man, you've got a dank library, and now I know why. (laughs) And I'm Michael Wolf, and I just recently learned that when reading a book, the page numbers are supposed to go up, not down. It's very important to know. And that's why the only book I liked was the novelization (laughs) of the movie Memento. Oh. So now you know we're qualified, and today we wanted to talk to you, dear writer, about creating compelling caricatures when writing a story. uh, 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 Colin, sorry, I think it's uh, characters. Oh. You said caricatures. Sorry, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Whoops. Okay. Uh, All right, let's just take it again. Uh, Sure. And today we wanted to talk to you about crocheting compelling characters when writing uh, a book. You said crocheting, which seems even further from the word character, which is the word you're supposed to say. Damn it. Yeah. What's Uh, going on? I'm uh, going to be honest. I'm I'm not really with it today. My head's kind of elsewhere. Okay. Uh, Do you want to talk about it? Well, I mean, I think you know what's going on. No, not. I don't really... I don't know. I, okay. It's just going to be one of those things. Okay, I just think. Open up I think me. you know what's going on. I mean, it happened to both of us. I mean, oh, that thing. I guess we should tell the listeners that yeah, Michael and I, uh, I mean, it sucks. Yeah, but we're we, a little bit off our game yeah, today. Because we were recently banned from all the escape rooms in New York City. And uh, it sucks because it was like, uh, the best and our favorite thing to do. We and had been doing the escape circuit for a while mm-hmm. and just sort of hitting all the big ones and going room to room, getting in and then getting out. And now to not have that as an outlet is I, I feel like um, a professional sports athlete without a ball. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or like, uh, you know, a professional writer without a pen and that's, paper and book good. deal or any ideas. Long story yeah. short, I don't know what to fucking do with myself. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, if you're wondering why we got banned, yeah. I mean, we assumed that it was just because we were so good at it. Which we were. We were. We were getting breaking all the time records. Yep. 
Uh, and I just assumed people were jealous of how good we were at it. And, you know, that was a big part. That of was it. a big part of it. Uh, we also got caught. Uh, we were using performance enhancing drugs and we were caught. We um, we had to take a couple urine tests <laughs> and give a couple stool samples. And they took a lot of my blood. I'd say about half of my blood. And, you were on death's door for a while. And uh, and that was voluntary. I actually I gave them half my blood. And they that was one of the reasons we got banned from um, won't get out of here escape room. And um, they found a lot a lot of different well, drugs uppers it, downers yeah well what happened so michael and i went to we did our first escape room and it was pretty embarrassing because we thought we'd be good at it we like puzzles yeah. we like riddles smart guys we're big smart brains. guys we like to tell people we're smart yes always uh, loudly on the train people. yeah and uh we did not finish the escape room and everyone laughed at us and they made fun of us. And so it was like a Carrie style origin yeah. story. And then when leaving the escape room, there was a guy in the alley mm. who's like, I heard what happened in there. Yeah. And he was like, I, uh, I had these drugs. Have you seen the movie Limitless? I haven't, but I've seen the TV show Limitless. <laughs> it's sort of like sort of like those drugs. And you can access 100 percent of your brain. And so Michael and I took them. And then we just started solving all these escape rooms. We like, uh, you know, redeemed ourselves. And then we just sort of. It became... was a kind of a pretty woman moment uh, where we <laughs> yeah. walked back into the escape room, solved it in about 15 yeah. minutes and, and then told them that they made a big mistake. Huge. Yeah. And we also did buy uh, very expensive clothing uh, beforehand. So we, went our fancy we looked really, suit. really yeah. good. Colin and I got uh, dressed to the nines and then did this escape room and threw it in their face. And it was just to, I don't know if you've ever done a, a brain pill that accesses a hundred percent of your brain, but you are able to see time. You are able to, uh, kind of, uh, decode the universe around yeah. you, which is so exhilarating and even better when applied to something like an escape room. Yeah. And, and we were just, we were just breaking records left and right. It was, you know, at panel Q escape rooms, exit escape rooms, brain escape, escape rooms, Mystic Escape, all of them. We oh, yeah. were Mastermind Escape Room, I Survived the Room Escape Room, <laughs> uh, Clue Chase Escape Rooms. We did them all. Big Boulder Escape Rooms, Trap Door Right <laughs> Under You Escape Rooms, No Doors Escape Rooms, yeah. Seascapes Escape Rooms, Soundscapes Escape Rooms. All of them. And, and it, the Chuck E. Cheese Playpen, <laughs> and which Michael, isn't technically an escape room, but if you go deep enough into that ball pit, it is hard yeah, to get Yeah, it's sort of like when you when surfers get uh, sucked underwater and you can't tell which way is up or yeah. down and you start swimming further down. Yes. It can be very dangerous. But uh, that happened to us a few times in that ball pit. Um, and then we were even, it was sort of like we were, Michael and I were just sort of going back and forth, like breaking records. And it was sort of like uh, Sammy Sosa. The Bash Mark, Brothers. Yeah, Mark McGuire sort yeah. of thing. and. And then we got caught and we were banned. And uh, now I don't know what to do with myself. There's really no outlet because yeah. I'm still taking a lot of this brain drug because yeah. <laughs> um, now I think I've got a pretty big dependency on it. I tried sure. for a day to not take it and my brain just throbbed. Yeah. So um, it's tough because we've gone in, we've tried to, you know, we've used our limitless intelligence <laughs> to put on mustaches or in Colin's case, paint over his mustache. And they still, they turn us away. And yeah. now there's no real outlet. And we thought for a while about using uh, our brains to write good books or maybe help solve um, humanitarian crises. But instead, we're just um, really focused on getting back into a room. We really got to get back to those escape rooms. Uh, so, I mean, we'll just put it out there if. The escape rooms of New York are listening. Uh, if you'll have us back, 
We're sorry we did those limitless drugs. We'll stop, maybe. We're not gonna. We're not gonna stop. But us, Colin, we're not gonna stop. No, no, no. I am so addicted. They do not have to know. No, okay. So we're off that stuff. So we, uh, yeah, we're we're yeah, we're ready to try and solve fun puzzles with us, and then a group of maybe four other strangers (laughs) who get paired with us to bring down the cost of being an escape room. Yeah, and I, I think that I just can't. I can't focus on what we were going to talk to our listeners. So today. let's so just I, scrap. Let's scrap I'll the scrap intro. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, we still have a really good podcast yeah. um, that we will try hard not to let our recent events affect mm-hmm. the overall demeanor of it. Uh, but I believe our next guest uh, is going to be weaving a tale that you won't want to escape from. <laughs> um, we're very excited. It's rare that we get um, somebody w- uh, who has expertise in such an ethnic background, um, but this person writes new, modern, Italian-American folklore. And wow. I mean, what could that even be? I don't know, uh, but I think we're all <laughs> going to find out together. We are so excited to have with us today Melissa Cartwright. Thank you so much for hi. joining us. Yeah. Hi. How are you guys? I'm Good, besides Good, all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard the stuff about the escape rooms were pretty... Uh, yeah, I heard a little bit yeah. about it. I'm yeah. so sorry to yeah. hear that. I appreciate too that. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we're not here to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about you, Melissa Cartwright. Um, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for joining us. Thank you so much. We are big fans of your writing. Oh, well, a lot of people are. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that again. There's yeah. not really quite anything else out there like it. So no. that's kind of why I wanted to explore it. You know, as an Italian-American woman, I'm I'm uh, 45% um, Italian-American. And um, I found that the Italian-American culture was getting lost a lot. Um, sure. Especially in my hometown. You know, people mm. continue to mate and breed. And, you know, in America, we don't celebrate culture. Mm. And I wanted to really highlight my um, my culture that I felt yeah. like was getting lost. And I feel like in a uh, in America, it's sort of especially with Italian Americans, they sort of seem to paint. Oh, it's just one shade right. that we're sort of seeing. And that I'm sure there's there must be more to it. Yes, and... yes, there's much more to it than just the food. <laughs> you know, I feel like people just focus on the sure. the pizza, but you know, there's also spaghetti and there's also yeah. ravioli and, and more also than even the food. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yes. Gosh, that must be so yeah. frustrating to say. Look at me, I'm a full, rich person with a long background, a family history, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, "Ooh, ravioli," and you're like, "There's <laughs> so much more than that to dive into." Don't reduce. Mm-hmm. Me to right. a, a noodle. There's stuffed raviolis. There's meat. There's mm. cheese. There's the desserts. There's yes, you could have a sweet ravioli. That's yeah, true. the That's limoncello right. uh, cannoli. The, uh, yes, cannolis. And then even mm. more than the food, I'm sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, so um, you incorporate all this into your writing. Right. So a lot of um, fairy tales, horror stories, uh, they come from German cultures. You know, for example, Hansel and Gretel. or I believe it's um, pronounced Hansel and Gretel. Well, <laughs> I'm no German. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are, in fact, Italian-American. That's yeah, right. At least 45%. That's right. I'm 45. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I wanted to create stories for, um, you know, Italian-American children growing Mm. up and uh, as well, uh, you know, for adults as well. Um, So I tend to focus on folklore stories, you know, fantasy stories and horror stories, too. Mm -hmm. So in the in the in the 
in the vein of the Hans Christian Andersen, these fundamental folkloric stories. Yes, call me Hans Melissa Carthright. (laughs) For real? Cartwright, I mean. Uh, Hans Melissa Cartwright? Yes, please. Okay, I get... Sure. sure. I'd appreciate that title. Well, um, Hans Melissa Cartwright, would you like to grace us with a reading? I would. Um, So this is from one of my fairy tales. It's called The Little Mermaid. (laughs) So just one more time, it was the... (laughs) It's called The Little Mermaid. Father. Father. I do not understand what you're saying. Papa. Yes. I need to, (laughs) I need to see the sky, uh, papa, I need to see the sky, uh, papa, yes, uh, well, you are a mermaid, so you cannot go, you have to swim, but father, I do not want to be here. I want to see the ocean, um, meet the shore. This isn't my best work. I loved I'm it. Realizing. And, and <laughs> no, I, I, I loved it. And, uh, Should I keep going? Or yeah, we can we can pause and we can jump back in. Or what? Yeah. Would you like to keep reading? Or well, I just <laughs> love that the fairy tale is mostly dialogue, and yeah. I could see this like children getting lost in this conversation between the daughter and the father. And I'm assuming yeah. that these are mermaids who live off the coast of New Jersey. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, the caucus mermaids. Yes, like maybe, exactly. yeah. Um, yes, please keep going. Italian American yeah, sure. mermaids who live off the coast of New Jersey. So the little mermaid, uh, it transitions now okay. into more of a narration than the dialogue. Yeah, so it's like a you, cold open of just yeah, two characters talking. You also, yeah, you spoke yeah, a little a too soon, open. my great. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's in the, it's in the middle of the book, you know, it just opened up to a random page. It's a cold middle. It's a cold middle. Um, which is Like a lot exact, of lasagnas, I Yeah, make. a lot of lasagnas, exactly. Especially when they're frozen, you have to make yeah. sure to heat them at a low yeah. temperature so the middle gets hot. I'm too hungry and I don't have time, so I just put it in the oven for, you know, at 600 mm-hmm. for five minutes. And the outsides get real crisp, real hot, inside yes, cold as a fish. <laughs> I get that. Also, it's because the middle is fish. Just the a mi- whole fish? A whole fish, yeah. A a trout. Fish lasagna. That's one of the main plot points of the novel. Oh, oh I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. <laughs> so buckle in, Michael. Buckle You've in. read it. Thank you so <laughs> much. Of course. Take it away, Hans Melissa Cartwright. So the little mamma she listened to her father and she went and she swam above the ocean's waves. And she came upon the shore and she realized, I can't swim. What am I going to do? <laughs> and so she reached out her hands to people sitting on the sands. And there was an Italian-American family sitting there. A mama, a papa, a little girl and a little boy. The little girl spoke to her and said, Hey... What are you doing? Are you a mermaid? And the mermaid, she said, yeah. 
And the little girl said, why don't you come be a part of our family? We're a big family, and we like having a lot of family and relatives because we are um, Italian-Americans and family's important to us, and we have those kind of values and families, number one. And so they took her in, and they kept her in the bathtub. And that's the, that's the end of the first chapter. Wow. So it's uh, yeah. it's also it also I'm guessing uh, uh, was that movie Splash where they kept her uh, the mermaid in, in the tub. There, I'm guessing Splash pulled from your with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah. So unfortunately, because my stories are so original, a lot of people borrow yeah. from them. And because, you know, mine are more specific to a specific audience. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I don't get the credit I deserve. That's so. that's such a shame, and but, and I guess that's also the trappings of folk stories. They just sort of like they get they ubiquitous sort of, in yeah, the culture. People, yeah. yeah, they're everyone's. But yeah. at the same point, you should fucking sue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. that's yours. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have lawyers working on it. You know, but it's um, you know are for they... a small uh, narrative folklore author like me, yeah. it's not. So easy yeah. to get good representation. Of course, yeah. Are they so they're not good lawyers? They're they good lawyers, bad lawyers? I mean, I think they're doing the best they can, but they don't have the big guns yeah, like I need. Michael know. and I are. I don't know if you heard. We were recently banned from all the escape rooms in New York. I'm and so sorry about that. I think we have a lawsuit on our hands. There's got to be a lawyer. It seems wow. like they're discriminating yeah, against us for being incredibly smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I feel too. Yeah, yeah. and also that we discriminated against. Yeah, for, and then. Yeah. Also, we started selling those uh, limitless brain pills. So we were sort of selling drugs on the premises too. Yeah, to but other the drugs don't make you, you know, like with marijuana, make you sleepy, or like with heroin, make you sleepy. <laughs> they make you smart and they make you a better awake. citizen yeah. and awake. Yeah. Awake. Well, I, I want to. Can I get some of those? Um. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For oh, great. Sure. Yeah. They aren't we... cheap. No, but I mean, don't insult me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know. I know you're spending a lot of money Please, on the lawyers. Yes, I have plenty of money. My yeah. books are very successful. Yeah, I'll um text my guy who I get them from, and so he'll bring them over sometime in the podcast. Yeah. Okay. And then great. we'll all take like them. Fifteen and, minutes. Yeah. That's that'd be great. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but sorry to pull focus back to our problems. But, Please um, pull pull away. No, no. I find that of a lot of fairy tales and folk tales tend to have a very strong lesson. The whole point mm-hmm. is like, let's teach a lesson to the kids. And I thought yours was no <laughs> exception. It came away with this very like, okay, here is what the story is teaching. Can you right. speak about that? So family values mm. is it's <laughs> kind of the main part of this story. The little girl welcomes this strange creature mm-hmm. into her home. Brave. And I picked up on that. Yes. And because, you know, in my culture, family is number one. Mm. It's the most important thing. Um, I really wanted to emphasize that here. I think it's um, it's a beautiful part of the Italian American culture. Well, and uh, it only gets more welcoming from there. That's just the first. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. So it's to teach family first. Mm. And everyone is family. Oh. So if we were to truly treat the whole world as if they were our family, wouldn't we be letting even strangers in our bathtub? That's exactly uh, right. What a beautiful yes, message. You Have you it. seen The Sopranos? 
I don't know what that is. Oh, I think you would love it. It's really? there. I've only People seen who season sing in one. a certain register. Yes. Uh, and uh, so there's like baritones, sopranos, tenors. Oh, tenors, alto. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, a choir. Yes. yes have you, that's seen, that's the, what you, have you yes. seen a choir ever? I have seen a choir. They're kind of like a I've family. only seen season yes. one of a choir, but I really liked it. And I think, yeah. <laughs> it's an acquired together, taste. Adding their... Very funny, Colin. Thank you. Adding in their different registers to make one larger um, song. And that kind of connects to family. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Also, I think there was an HBO series um, called The Choir. Mm. Oh, it's kind of a violent <laughs> yeah, like a about, crime story. Yeah. But it kind of was the first time it let the humanity of choir singers sort of be seen like it wasn't just um, a big tough choir singer I also have some mental issues yes exactly yeah <laughs> I really appreciated that yeah it was a fantastic show uh, just three seasons yeah unfortunately, unfortunately yeah. they ran out of notes to sing <laughs> so um there's only so many yeah Hans Melissa Cartwright are there other so you've covered mermaids are there any other creatures that you've you've talked about or Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my God. Endless. My imagination runs wild with oh. creatures. I mean, mermaid. That's the, the little mermaid is the story I brought to the show because, you know, it's it's the easiest for people to latch on to. It's a jumping off point. It's a jumping off yeah. point. But I have creatures with horns, with scales, with claws. So a lizard. <laughs> yes, lizard people and uh, bear people. And mm. So a lot of rhino. combo human animal uh, creatures. Yes, and even combo animal, animal, human sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yes, a, a oh. two to one ratio. Yeah, yes. the head of a dog, the uh, tail of a fish, the torso of a man. And the bun imagine? of an Italian hoagie. Oh, wow. Yes, I need to oh, incorporate yes. my culture. Of course, of course, of into course. Into each one. Yes, yeah. of Did I mention the mermaid tails made of noodle? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, no, you did not. It's like just a wet piece of pasta uh, flapping around. Are we talking cavatelli? We're talking cavatelli. Oh. Yes, we are. Oh. Very good. Wow. Okay. Now this is Michael reads between the lines. He can pick up on stuff. Are like you Italian American? I wish I was. Doesn't everyone? Yeah, truly. I. I'm sadly um, part Ukrainian Jewish and part Irish. Oh. And there's nothing really funny yeah. about that. That's just that's where just my your parents... heritage. Yeah. I'm part Ukrainian as well. Oh. Yeah, I had a I had a friend uh, whose mother uh, was uh, prided herself on being mostly Fre of French descent, and mm. then did one of those twenty three and twenty three me. me's. Yes, and found out she was uh, mostly Irish and was very upset. Oh. And she just went, "We're fucking Irish." And uh, I find the idea of people being very upset about that. You stake, funny. you know, you stake a lot on this story of identity. And right. when that changes, it's an opportunity for growth and an opportunity for beauty. But a lot of small minded people like your friend's mom. And if you're listening, you really got to change your way. It's going to freak <laughs> freak out the normies. Yeah. Take this as a, a learning, learning moment, teaching moment. Yeah. Uh, you can grow from this. I had a relative who thought uh, she was primarily Irish, did 23andMe, and found out she was only 10%. 
oh. Irish. So it can go of, the other way. <laughs> kind of fucked her world up a little bit. Yeah. I recently got a dog who is sometimes pretty loud in the room when we're recording. And um, I did a DNA test for him because mm. he was a the person we got him from said he was a fat mutt. But we knew there was probably something more specific. And we t- did the test and it turned out he's a horse. Wow. Yeah. He's a small, mean wow. horse. You found out you were directly related. The dog and I? Yeah, yes. He's part yes. Ukrainian horse. Yeah. I found out the dog was a horse. And also, they, uh, I guess some of my DNA got mixed up in there too. And they're like, I guess we'll test that as well. well and it said, happen? you are brother and sister. And oh. the, it's weird because the dog is a boy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, oh, here he is right now. <laughs> yeah, the dog is here. Yep. Clomping in. Oh my! <laughs> and I said some, a small horse, but still pretty big. Yeah, yeah he horse. fills the room <laughs> for sure. Yeah, sorry that we we sort of had to be pushed to the corner with the oh, the podcast. It's yeah. okay. His yeah. tail's in my face yeah. a little bit, but don't, I don't mind. look him in the eyes because he's mean and he'll he'll bite. Oh, okay. I'll shut my eyes then. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll all shut our eyes for the rest of the podcast. Sure. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of people coming in, I'm just a minute. I, I think the dealer is here, so I'm going to just go in. And just so our listeners Perfect. are clear, drug dealer. Hey, thanks, Tony. Yeah, thanks for coming back. No, you look good. <laughs> same old hair, same old hair. It is, I, uh, I used a product today. Thank you. I try to, keep, yeah, I find it's better since it's not a lot of it. I try to keep it tight. Michael's actually very close with oh. our dealer. They've oh. become How is your pretty good doing? friends. Really? Uh, so, yeah. She's not good? Yeah. So, I'm so sorry to hear about that. They I catch can up. come over and give her another massage. It's, it's not, it, t- <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're sciatic. jonesing for the drugs, it's kind yeah. of annoying, but it is, it's sort of like it's say, a nice you, thing. Um, it's a part of it. Yeah. It's How's the car working yeah. out? The car yeah. I sold you. Oh, you could get uh, another 100,000 miles on that. Okay, so how much for uh, the brain? So, uh, same old brain. You ever get writer's block or mean. anything like uh, that? $50 Almost a pill. every Jesus minute Christ. of every day. Yeah. How about you? Well, friend price. Yeah. That. Uh, that is Here sort of go. my 50, default 50, mode is writer's block. And if I have right, an idea, like, later. that's that's sort of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I hear that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hey. How's Tony? Tony's good. He says hi. I just found out he's Italian-American. Shut up. I know. Wait, Tony is an Italian-American name? I mean, speak of the devil. Wow. Uh, what are the odds? One of the uh, characters in uh, <laughs> in The Sopranos and in The Choir, they were named uh, Tony. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh. Well, um... If you could each Venmo me fifty dollars, I've got I've got brain pills, so I'm just a uh, thank you so much. You know, much. take it whenever you want. Yes. But um, well, they're sh- it's strong as shit, and okay. it makes you incredibly smart. So yeah, should so, I take one right now? I think you should. Okay, I haven't had breakfast, so I, I'm gonna I might wait a second on mine, but okay. I also have a banana that a friend Let's gave see. me. They're oh, also the thing, yeah. The thing with the pills is they're also very big, and you kind of gotta it takes a few bites. Uh, <laughs> mm. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have mine. Okay. <laughs> and can I? I'm just gonna take a pill too. Okay. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, this one's tangerine flavored. Mmm. He does a little like fun little flavors. So yeah, it does take a minute to sort of get these mm. pills down. Mmm. Well, you know, Italians love to cook. Is that true? So that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they do. They really do. I didn't know that was part of their whole deal. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. They they love to cook. They love to 
They love to cook and clean. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm thirsty as shit. So I'm going to just have a quick um, carafe of wine. Didn't Tony make you that wine? Ah, Chianti. Yes, Tony gave me a camelback full of wine. Wow. I called it a carafe because I don't like to endorse brands that I'm not getting paid for. Right. Yeah. Anyone else having trouble getting this uh, pill down? I'm like, Colin, you just got to do one big swallow. <sighs> okay. Okay, pretty good. It Ooh. is stuck in my throat. Oh, shit. Oh. It'll yeah. dissolve. Okay. I hope. Want some of my Nesquik? Oh, sure. Thank you very much. And again, we don't we don't promote brands, so uh, it, we'll just call it... Chocolate uh, drink. <laughs> brown milk. <laughs> okay, good brown milk. Mm, that's good brown milk. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, I wish people could see the picture where like this tableau of us here just eating and drinking is uh, I feel like we're a family. And I, I actually am now feeling I'm kind of feeling smarter than I ever have. And I'm feeling like I, everything in front of me, I kind of understand and I get. And I just want to, you know, com- commune in, in all things with you, the people here, because what is a family other than people together sharing a uh, sharing a mission, and that's what we're doing. And the mission is usually a meal. Am mm. I right? <laughs> yes. Especially. Yes. The yeah. mission is complete eating the meal. Yeah. Yes. And let me yeah. tell you, mission accomplished. Yeah. That's uh, right. Mission very possible when I'm yeah. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and Colin, I'm using that's my true. brain now that that is, I'm using 100% of it to detect that that is a joke about mission impossible. Very correct, Michael. I was able to very quickly uh, hear uh, the word mission and make a mission impossible possible joke by saying mission possible and so yes that was a mission impossible joke i was making very good wow i I get that yeah i feel like my mind is moving at like a hundred miles an hour right now and yet time is moving like twice as slow as it usually is like it's i just saw a clock go by (laughs) oh my god me too (laughs) whoa and was it because uh, I didn't see it? I was looking the other direction. Was it was it like the hands were spinning really fast, or did the clock scurry across the room? It was like it, it, it was going across the, the room, going but across, but but the hands the, were moving, but like it was waving yeah, at us. Yeah, it was us. like waving. Yeah, and it was like, it's like it was like hi, hi, I'm time. Hey, uh, hey, I'm time. And then watch me go by. Bye. Yeah, like yeah. That. It was exactly. It was like that. that. I Did wish you? I had been facing the same direction yeah. as you. Yeah, you have been facing the other direction for the majority of the podcast. Well, that's just because of my grudge. <laughs> oh. What's the grudge about? <sighs> well, our feels, he oh. feels like it was my fault that we got banned from the escape rooms. I oh. always told Colin, I was like, we got to rest this. And Colin was like, no, one more, one more big room. Let's just go in for one more last big room. And I was like, they're let's gonna not push our luck. They're going to catch yeah. on to us. And yeah. I, I just couldn't get enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would love to us to use our incredibly smart, fully activated brains for. Sure, sure, sure. Let's. Um, you tell us an Italian American thing, and we try to figure out what it is, or okay. the opposite of that. <laughs> tell you an Italian American like part of the culture. Really, you got tabla rasa here. Whatever you want. Yeah, part of the uh, culture. Michael, it's pronounced Toblerone. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. but Toblerone. we don't do brands. So we'll okay, just say um, chocolate, chocolate mountain stick, biscotti. Okay. Uh, okay, so immediately I'm thinking uh, strong like the bond of family, yet fragile like our egos. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm thinking my friend Scott, who is yeah, very thin, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's kind of got a wafer quality to yeah. him because he wafers around. <laughs> and I'm thinking cookies because I love them so much. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say this is like a thin cookie. You guys are getting, yes. Um... 
Oh, we're not quite there yet? I don't know. Okay, okay. It's more of a thick cookie. Okay. I'd say it's a thick cookie. Okay, 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 okay. I guess uh, maybe that, that was pretty close. Yeah, I think the stuff. I mean, it also takes a while for the, a little bit for these fully drugs to fully act. Let's yeah. try so, yeah. a new one. So yeah. Okay. okay how yeah. about uh, gondola? Okay, okay. Gondola. Gone with the wind. Uh, uh, gone, baby, gone. <laughs> uh, uh, going, going, gone. Uh, uh, home bears. run, baseball. Uh, uh, gondola. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. Sopranos. Italians ah. Ah. singing, singing while I'm on a boat, singing on a boat, gondola. A yeah. gondola is a boat. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here is a, this is maybe kind of a difficult one. Well, it won't be a problem for us because we're incredibly Yeah, smart. I'm firing on all cylinders uh, right now. Cazzo. <laughs> okay. Cazzo. I'm thinking Cats, yes. Uh, cats I'm, Deli. I'm thinking Dr. Cats, the Dr. animated uh, improvised TV show on Comedy Central in the early 2000s. Uh, so I'm thinking uh, therapy. Yes. Uh, uh, family issues. Family issues come up a lot in therapy. Yes. Uh, Talking about your family behind their back and they put a hit on you. Yes, because you talked about them in therapy. The uh, therapist is actually a mob boss from a different ethnicity. Yeah. Is any of that... <laughs> Yes, that is exactly it. Oh, a mob good. boss wow. from a different ethnicity. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I really feel it like means di- It means dick. Oh. It means dick in Italian. And don't I talk about Cazzo? that in therapy every week? Yes. Cazzo? Cazzo. Oh. That uh, I'm gonna I didn't realize we were going to be swearing on our podcast. Oh, <laughs> okay. well, in Italian, it's not a swear word. It's just a part of the body. Okay. Isn't okay. that interesting how Americans we find... Sexuality to be taboo, taboo. and really yeah. it should be it should just be you and your baby. yeah That's you know right. there's nothing wrong with a little yeah bumping grind. we should not we should not tabulize sexuality <laughs> yeah. yes I have a penis ta da I have three or four nipples so what wow. it's there look I, at those and I got a big fat ass <laughs> and there's nothing gross or weird about it. And That's it, just who I am. The the That's nipples right. thing, Michael, you basically just stopped counting after three. So you, you're like three or four. You kind of just stopped counting after yeah, there's a There's too many to really put a number on. Yeah. You know, it's like grains of sand on the beach. Wow. Doctor told me my body is mostly nipples. And why are they purple? Because I, t- I twist them. Um. I purple nipple them bad. And All only. As many as I can. And only to self-flagellate. You know how like monks will punish themselves mm-hmm. because they think that God thinks they're a sinner? Michael's very religious. Yes. Yeah. And I, uh, as are the Italians. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Jewish, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Italian, they have a term for purple nurple. Perpelia nurpelia. And there's a uh, pasta named after it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Ah, what a rich, what a lovely language. They mix beets into the pasta dough oh. and uh, to make give it that purple color okay. and shape it in the shape of uh, nipples. It's one of my favorite pastas. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, when you... I hear about mixing beets, I think of Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, Michael um... listens to country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I have one more pill. <laughs> I'm just second half. <laughs> second half of your pill? Yeah. You are going to be... Now, we're not getting any of this on mic, are we? No. Mics are off. Okay. Thank <laughs> um, So, uh... <laughs> Should we all take another another hit? Sure. Of, mm. uh, Go for it. Drugs? Mm. 
I love Ugh. these drugs. Yeah, these are good. I <laughs> love these drugs. I feel there's nothing, and this is going to be a great episode for our listeners because there's nothing more compelling <laughs> than watching or listening to other people have a psychedelic experience. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You really got crispy ones. <laughs> um, so well, you got you got the deep fried, deep fried pills. So what if we gave you, I know you are very much a writer, but what if we gave you uh, writing things within the writing world and you used your brain to sort of decipher them, what they what they mean to you? I bet I'd be able to decipher them. No problem. And I'm I'm an expert. Fantastic. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, So what are you thinking? I've got I've got one. Got one. Okay. Epitaph. Epitaph. Easy. It is a catastrophe that takes place in an epic story. A catastrophe of epic proportions, an epitaph. I love that. That's fantastic. And we're going to be grading these by whether or not they feel right. Yes. And that 100% (laughs) does. Uh, 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 Denouement. Denouement. Let's see. (laughs) Well... It's when you have a day mm-hmm. that's new mm. with your mom. It's uh, like spending a great day with your mom. You need to visit your mom. Yeah. And that's important in literature because often mothers are the center of stories. Even if there's not literally a mother in the story, the spirit of most stories are derived from uh, a mother and motherhood. Take a look yeah. at Harry Potter, for example. Mm. And I, I have to say, uh, this rings true to me mm. because I had I had a lot of trouble early on uh, in childhood grasping the concept of days and nights and time. And so every morning I turned to my mother and I'd be like, day new mom. And she'd be like, yes, Colin. She was very tired of That's it. where it came ex- from. Explaining yeah. to me that, so yes, yes, it's a new day, new. Colin. Yes, the wow. man who invented the term denouement, um, he said that to his mother yeah. nearly every day. So, mm-hmm. wow, you're in good company. That's how language gets invented. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. I, and I really love that because I think that family is important. Mm-hmm. That's something I firmly believe. Wow. Yeah, I do too. And I really wish mine would come back to me. But you are yet to apologize. Yeah. Well, I will not apologize uh, for ruining uh, the family picnic for the uh, 15th year in a row. And the last five, they were like, this is your last shot. Mm -hmm. I ruined it again. And then uh, they were like, you're out. Wow. Well, they need to read The Little Mermaid. Yes, and learn a thing or two. Learn a thing or two about the importance of family. And they need to accept you into their bathtub. No yes. matter what kind of creature you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Now, you know, the fact that you're so good at creatures and creating creatures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes me wonder if uh, maybe you could help Colin and I with a little thing, a little project we've been planning. Sure. So do you have you heard of the Game of Thrones show? Ah, uh, yeah. It's on HBO that had the, the choir. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Or, yeah. So it just ended after, I think, about... Um, a hundred seasons, wow. and it was based on. Not a lot of people know. It's a nerdy show about fantasy and dragons and knights, mm-hmm. and it was based on books. Right. So that's amazing. Yes, books and, and literature. The, yes, and the the TV show was very big, and so the books sales went through the roof. And now yes. that the show is over, I feel like there's this big hole in the market. Ah. Uh. 
for people to write the next big epic mm. fantasy the sci-fi. The next big epitaph. The yes. next big epitaph. And Colin and I were trying to write that, and we just had really shit ideas. Yeah. And so we wanted to elicit the help of someone who can kind of craft these worlds and monsters. Sure, yeah, that's where I come in. Okay, mm. great. And so, all we need is, I think it was, a, it's, you know... We need about 10 books. They're all about 500 pages. Okay. Um, I think one of the things that made Game of Thrones great was a ton of characters. Too many to really keep track sure. of. And uh, a lot of also magic and fantasy. So right. we're just looking for kind of an outline of a 10-book series. Okay. Well, here's a pitch for a character. Great. Okay. We're starting strong. Um, Michael the Angel, the Archangel, Ooh, works whoa. at a deli. Okay. So it's kind of mixing uh, heavenly creatures in the world of sandwich making. Mm. And (laughs) you have, you know, somebody, you're taking a number at the deli counter and somebody behind the counter with wings who's making you your sandwich. And they have the power to send your mouth to heaven or to hell. And I'm also imagining that their angel wings have hairnets over them too. Oh, yes, a hundred percent. I don't want a feather in my hoagie. No, no, you don't. No, you don't at all. I love this I love because this is a character I could watch a uh, read about for uh, so many pages mm-hmm. because they are this divine creature. And yes. also setting it at a deli, this allows for a rotating cast of characters who can yes. constantly be coming in. If if we like them, they can come back. They can be regulars. Yeah. If they don't, uh, Heaven's Deli, perhaps. Heaven's oh, Deli. Yes. And yes. God owns it, and Michael just works there. Michael just works there, and Peter uh, is in charge of keeping the line. Yes. St. Peter. Yeah. yeah. Peter would probably f- be uh, associated with like the, the taking the number part yes, of the... Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, okay so uh, what I like about this already is that it's modern day. I think mm-hmm. Game of Thrones made a huge mistake by putting it in the past. I think that was a big mistake as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I would say that Michael the Archangel also uh, d- drives ride shares. He does a lot of like Lyft and Uber yes, driving 100%. to make extra money. And that's where he's, can, we can get him to travel from town to town, from city to city when maybe his deli runs out of meat and God's going to be mad. Yeah. And uh, I think also to add in a part about like, Maybe Michael fucking another one of the angels. Add some sass into there, yeah. His brother or sister. Yes, we need, I was going to say we need a little bit of incest. Yeah, so I think all the angels in this world are brother and sister. They're all one big family because mm-hmm. that's important. Yes, of course. Um, And have them all, you know, having a big orgy touching, at the deli or touching, something like that. Playing with the meats. Yes. Yes. Um, maybe at some point somebody's wings get cut off in the meat slicer or That's something like that. That's a character change. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Okay, maybe that happens in book three. Yes, yes. And then um, maybe it's Michael, and then he's got to find out who am I without my wings. Mm. That sounds good. Yeah, and maybe part of that book is Michael trying to get his wings back, but then at some point realizes he didn't need the wings. And then later on realizes, I needed the wings more than I <laughs> yeah, thought. Yeah, because when he tries to fly, he, he fell. Dies. Yeah. Whoa. Which is the first time people didn't know angels could die. <laughs> and he's like, was I an angel or was I just a human with wings? And then boom, we're pulling the rug out from the reality of wow. our series. Wow, now that is a season finale. <laughs> now we need a, now we need an, uh, we need a villain. 
because mm. yeah, right we now are, we just got a bunch of angels fucking in a yeah, deli. Yeah, we're all related, and they're the good guys. And I would say, like, I know the first thing that comes to my mind is the devil, and I think that's a mistake. It's I too think on the nose. It's too, too on the nose. obvious. Yes, yeah, way obvious. too obvious. I was thinking, what if it was... um. Okay, now hear me out on this. Okay, we're listening. You're both listening. Okay, what if it's a, a little angry troll? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, So okay, we're taking okay. from this fantasy. Sure, yes. Sure. Troll under the bridge kind of thing with yes. riddles. Riddles. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and so like, do the, yeah, riddles, like do they have to answer? Is that- The troll only speaks in riddles. Okay, so like a riddle, like what would be an example of like a riddle this Great, troll- yes, I would love to give you an example of a riddle. So the troll comes into the deli. This mm. is maybe halfway through book one. Troll at this point, kind of a nice troll. So wow. for yeah. half of the book, you've been like, I've just been enjoying this nice book about- Sibling angels fucking. Mm -hmm. And now this troll's coming out of nowhere. Okay, just another right. deli customer. The troll orders a just mustard sandwich, which is weird, but for yeah. trolls, I mean, that's your first clue that it's a this it, is something off with this. Yeah. Guy. The way he orders it, though, he says, What have bread but no meat? What have a head but no feet? <laughs> What now does Mike like chime so in and be like, yeah, like tries, dude, I really got a, yeah. there's a line behind you. Yeah, exactly. He says, yeah. what has hands but no face? What has <laughs> running but no place? <laughs> and so, he's man, I these, do not have all day. A like, head and I, no feet. That's actually lettuce. Okay. Uh, hands but no face. I was going to say clock. Like, clock has a face. Which, it by the way, the clock has gone did anyone see the clock go by again? Yeah, it said bye. Bye. So back to the riddles. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said, uh, what has a home but no door? What has... And that would be... Uh, well, a home but no door. Uh, <laughs> a website has a homepage. <laughs> and, oh, cool. wow. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what kind of... And this is a mustard sandwich. <laughs> Yeah. So that's then Michael's like, okay, dude, either Peter is actually running line. He's like, yeah, you got to order. You got to get out of here. Wow. You order. Oh, you get out of here. Next number, number 14. You get the part. I would love just, I'm honored just to be able to audition. Yes. Uh, Michael, yeah. I mean, that is, I didn't want to say you're wasting your time, but you do go out on a lot of auditions for books. Yeah. And it's just well, I'll and, get there. It's just and, feet to the pavement. I'm just pounding it. I'm trying. And the main gonna... note you get is that they're like, we don't need an actor. We're just, we just sort of type it out on pages. Well, if they want to bring it to life, they should yeah. probably put a person in it. <laughs> and I would love to be in a book. Anyway, so um, Peter kicks him out, and he gets mad, and he decides to raise an army of the undead, and mm -hmm. he becomes the Night King. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How did you come up with that? Just kind of came to me. Wow, must be those pills. Yeah, those pills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The second one didn't really hit as succinctly as the first one did, but it, I definitely it, felt it. It also is sometimes like when people uh, take edibles, they they think that like, oh, this didn't work. I'll take another one. What are you talking about? Edibles of uh, 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 pasta. Okay, yeah. pasta edibles. Yeah. Ravioli. Ravioli. Rigatoni. Uh, casseroli. <laughs> Hot dog, lasagna, um, macaroni. Yeah. All those guys. I'm Pasta a man. Pasta <laughs> Pasta menu. 
God, it's so cool to speak to someone who has just such a comprehensive <laughs> understanding of the Italian American experience. I also like to, experience. I, I like to imagine so the little mermada with her uh, her noodle tail, but doing that like uh, the the je- the hand gesture associated with mm. uh, yes. the well, Italian. Yeah. If you read the character description, she's actually described as quite frequently snapping her fingers in, in that kind of way. She adds a snap at the end. Yeah. She, you know. Gestures and then snaps at the end. Little mermada. Little mermada. Oh, and then I I haven't read the full book yet. In the bathtub, if she gets hot water, does she ever make a bunch of pasta uh, in that bathtub? Not yes. A, oh Are you sure you haven't read to the end? All right, I'm a big fan. I've read to the <laughs> end. I did. I was trying to play it cool. Well, <laughs> that was so my favorite part. It turns horror <laughs> at one point, and um, well, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. That's listening, but spoiler alert. Yeah. They boil her in the bathtub. And she has to watch them eat her tail. Yes. But then it turns back into fantasy because after they boil her pasta tail and share it at the family meal, she grows legs. Oh, my God. And she can be human and a part of the family and help them smash grapes. And that is just really brings that lesson home that family yeah. is so important and change who you are to become part of a new family. But then yes, it, the exactly. book, it's on the last page, right? When you think it's going to wrap up in a nice, neat little package, they mm-hmm. then uh, eat her real legs then. Oh, and fuck. Yeah. That, because, oh, that's because, another spoiler. It takes a hard turn for horror right at the end again. Again, yeah. yes. And boy, does blood make a good marinara. Oh. oh. And now that... Is a spicy meatball. <laughs> that is a spicy mm, that meatball. That is a very spicy that meatball. Is a very very wow. spicy meatball. Well, um, meatball. I just wanted to hear what's on the horizon for you. What's next for Hans Melissa Cartwright? Right. So I have a novel coming out that's actually about a deli, but it has nothing to do with heaven or hell. Hmm. It's more like um, if Sweeney Todd were set in a Little Italy in New York City mm. and... Um, there's a man named Sweeney Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um not sure if you can see where this is going, but so I I'll cannot. just keep explaining. Uh, Sweeney Tony has a barber shop and he invites people in to come to the barber shop and he feeds them pizza while they're waiting to get their hair cut until their stomachs explode. <gasps> And their intestines fill up with pizza and he creates these sausages out of their intestines that are pizza filled sausages and it, it, like pizza. a pizza roll. Like yeah, one like, of those pizza rolls. Like a pizza roll, exactly. <laughs> sort of like a pizza roll. It, or like a pizza roll. Yeah. It's like a pizza roll. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a Oh yeah, I guess yeah, it is it's like that. Yeah, kind of like a pizza yeah. roll. Oh yeah, I guess it is like that. But inside of sausage. <laughs> ah. And the intestines like the casing. And so okay. he has this really successful pizza roll sausage business and I don't want to spoil the rest of it, but you kind of can maybe can see. He gets oh, shut yeah. down for violating health code. <laughs> no. 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 Well, now I got to read this darn book. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, if I'm, if it's not nothing, if I'm not, what am I? Not predictable. <laughs> yeah, I did not, not know how that sentence was going to end. I'm not nothing if not predictable. <laughs> I'm not, if I'm nothing, I'm not predictable. I think these pills broke it's her. If I'm not nothing, I'm oh not unpredictable. Hans Melissa, <laughs> you, you're caught in a loop. 
You're caught in a loop. You're licking Hello? the microphone. You're caught Hello? in a loop. Yeah. <laughs> I chew my tongue. Oh, God. It tastes like sausage. Oh, oh my God. She's drink, going into the book. Drink the brown milk. Drink the brown milk. There's the clock. Oh, oh my gosh. Are you all right? Sorry, guys. Oh, I'm back. Thank goodness. Got to have nothing, nothing to level out your high. Like yeah, Michael and I drink. have had to deal with a couple people ODing on uh, on these brain pills, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, brain explodes. It's not fun wow. for us. Yeah. Brain or gets the person who ODs. Yeah, you guys yeah. aren't gonna sell my brain in a pizza roll, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No comment. <laughs> so, do you have any advice to young aspiring readers and I, writers? Yeah, a hundred percent. I would say focus on the Italian-American culture and Mm. try, you know, even if that's not part of who you are. Or the book you're writing. Or the book you're writing. Just focus on it Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, because I think the values of of my culture in particular really enhance, you know, family values. Yeah, Mm. and it doesn't... And again, you're saying this, this is for everyone, even if you're maybe 45% Italian-American, 55%, maybe even if you're only 15% Italian-American. Yeah. There's no book that's not going to be uh, bettered for... Yeah, yeah I recently on, read yeah. a 1984 and I was like, pretty good. Not that many Italian-Americans. Yeah, yeah and the family values mm. are at, at an all-time low yes. in that book. Yes. Probably because... Well, except for the big brother. <laughs> There is a big brother. But wow. he's a mean, he's That's a mean, true. but he's, he's mean, kind of he's kind of mean. mean. He's not treating yeah. his little, his exactly. Little brothers and it's well. sort yeah. of the big brother is the villain in that. And we're looking for more like family unity. Family unity, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Family is a unifying force, not a force that uh, pulls us apart. And just because mm. you have the title of being big brother mm. doesn't mean you are one. Yeah. That's true. And, and I just want to say that you, Colin, mm-hmm. and you, Hans Maria Cartwright. Are, Hans Melissa. What I say? Maria. I wish my name was Maria. It's a little bit more Italian. Well, Hans Melissa Cartwright, Colin O'Brien, you're the family I choose. Wow. And yeah, I have family that I was born into, uh, but they stink. Yeah. And I would also like to say, uh, Hans Melissa Cartwright, you are the family that I choose. Wow. And, uh, hi, Michael. Hi, Colin. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Melissa. Colin, you don't think I'm part of your family at all? Um, I'm kind of on the fence about you, honestly. Like, uh, just as a person, like, I'm just on the fence. I see so, why yeah. you're saying yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I wouldn't, like, if I saw you on my doorstep, I might not open the door. Even as a person who largely endorses family values, I see why yeah. you would think that yeah. about it. Something about yeah. you I just don't trust. Yeah. yeah. Something about his know. eyes or something. Yeah. This how they're like darting back and forth. Yeah. Like he's always like looking like looking around the room to like I don't know, it's like what is he yeah. waiting you for? You don't quite trust yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to trust part of your family. Yeah, and he Every licks his teeth a lot. Yeah. You don't have anything in your teeth, you're fine. Yeah, so stop licking him, buddy. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm Come going on. to That leave. can't be true. No. Come on. And worst, I'm going to climb out of the window. No. So worst stuff will happen to you probably. And I'm going to take the fire escape all the way down to the ground. No. And I'm going to get on a big old boat. 
No. Michael, no. And I'm going back to the Ukraine. Michael, no. 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 I've had it with both of you. No. If you're the family I choose, then I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, Michael, no. no. I'm pissed no. off. No. no. Michael, I, no. I changed my mind. Okay, I'll stay. Thank you. That's Thank more you, like Michael. it. You're part of our family. Yeah. And you know what? The lesson I learned? Sometimes family stinks. <laughs> family stinks. <laughs> Isn't that, what's that song? Love stinks? Or oh, no? it's or family stinks. Family right? stinks? Oh, wait, no. Family no, I stinks. I don't know that song. <laughs> you know, it goes like, Family stinks. <laughs> we will. Uh, I'll Google. Well, it. you're not hearing it with the beat underneath, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah. Maybe so, know. if what if I do like? Family stinks. <laughs> Family stinks. <laughs> Family stinks. Now is it starting to? Oh, the family stinks. Mom song. and dad. Mom and dad suck. Brother and sister. Brother, sister suck. Brother, mother. Brother, mother, father. Family stinks. Brother, mother, family stinks. Mother, father, sister. Get those cousins. Brother, brother, cousin, 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 Grandma, grandpa, yeah, my family stinks. Good night. Yeah. I love that song. It's a good song. It's not, you know, in line with my values, but <laughs> but it's got a good beat, and you know, uh, yeah. you know, a music taps into something that you know, it's it's not. It can't just be about the the head, you know. Yes, it taps into the heart and the body, you know, exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Hans thank Melissa you so Cartwright. Much for having Please, me. Please such a Check joy. Check out her writing of new modern Italian American folklore. Yeah. On bookstores and the internet now. That's exactly where you can find it. Thank you so much, Michael and Colin. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And uh, grazie. What the and, heck uh, does that mean? Arrivederci. Thank you, and goodbye. And that's, that's the end of that chapter. What were those last yeah, few words you said? what the heck were those words? Grazie means thank you. Mm. Wait, Wayne Grazie? Grazie. The hockey player? Grazie. Wayne yeah. Grazie scored right. another yes, goal exactly. of the hockey puck. You yeah, said you Avicii? The DJ? Arrivederci. Avicii. Arrivederci. Uh, it's like a fish. It's like a fish. Um, it's a word for goodbye or for an Italian kind of fish. <laughs> and that's the end, <laughs> of, that the end of that chapter. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.